Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about asthma deaths. And I'm speaking from my own experience of investigating these tragic events in the United Kingdom where high numbers of people still die from asthma every year. I was the lead investigator in a large research project in the United Kingdom, which was called the National Review of Asthma Deaths, known as the NRAD. This was a detailed review of 276 of the 3,500 people who had the word asthma written on their death certificates in 2012 in the United Kingdom. Now, most of the deaths we investigated were thought to be preventable. Since the NRAD, I have also been expert witness in inquests by coroners investigating deaths of people due to asthma. So I'm going to talk about the reasons behind many of the asthma deaths in the United Kingdom in the hope that you'll learn how to keep yourself safe and also for those health professionals who might be listening to my podcast both in the UK and in other countries, to encourage them to keep their patients safe. Now, there are a number of reasons why people die from asthma. 
And in most of these deaths, there are potentially preventable reasons or factors. So in the next few episodes of the podcast, I'm going to share my views from my experience in the United Kingdom, and these experiences may also be similar in other countries. So today I'm going to focus on three factors that are related to asthma deaths, and these are asthma reviews, asthma control, and delay in diagnosing asthma attacks. So firstly, what are the issues regarding asthma reviews that could help prevent attacks and deaths? As I said in a previous episode on asthma reviews or checkups, these are intended to find out how well your asthma or your own child's asthma is controlled, whether you understand your medication, also to see if you can use your inhaler correctly, and for your doctor or trained asthma nurse to fix any problems that are identified during the review by optimising your care. So in the National Review of Asthma Deaths, there was no record of an asthma review in 4 out of 10 of those people who died from asthma in the year before they died. From the NRAD and from my own experience as expert witness in inquests investigating deaths, in my view, there are two main preventable factors related to asthma reviews. One of the preventable factors is that many people do not attend for their asthma review appointments. And so this one can quite easily be fixed by yourself for you and for your child. In other words, if you don't attend for reviews, you need to take yours or your child's asthma a lot more seriously and make sure in the future that you do so. Because these reviews might actually help to keep you out of hospital and might in fact save your life one day. The other problem in my view is that asthma reviews are often incomplete because these are often done by individuals who are delegated to do them without adequate training in asthma. So for example, in one of the adults who died from asthma when we did the NRAD, she had a review by a nurse who asked the right questions. She established that this woman had been waking up at night because of her asthma. She also found out that this woman was having asthma symptoms during the daytime that were interfering with her lifestyle. In addition, she discovered that this woman had been prescribed 16 reliever inhalers and only one preventer in the last 12 months. Now, the nurse advised this woman to book a future appointment with the doctor. Now, these are all risk factors for future attacks, and sadly, the nurse didn't recognise the need to ask a doctor to see that woman immediately. And sadly, she died eight weeks later before she saw the doctor. My point here is not to be critical of the nurse. Rather, in my view, the system where someone who is not trained to recognise danger signals for asthma attacks is delegated to, to do asthma reviews has something wrong. So in my view, anyone who is delegated by their employers to do asthma reviews should ensure that they are properly trained in asthma care before doing so. Now this applies particularly to nurses and pharmacists who have a professional responsibility to ensure 
that patients in their care are safe. The second preventable factor that I'm going to talk about today is that of asthma control. Now, in a way, this factor is related to asthma reviews because if asthma control is not properly assessed and somebody with poor asthma control is not identified during a review, that could lead to problems. Now, I did speak about asthma control in a previous episode, and to recap, I said that asthma control is defined in two domains. One is based on current symptoms, and the other on future risk of attacks. So if you or your child are having symptoms because of your asthma, and these symptoms include coughing, wheezing, and wheezing is a whistling noise coming from your chest, mainly when you breathe out. Another symptom is shortness of breath or waking up because of your asthma. So if you're getting any of these symptoms, your asthma is out of control, and that means you're at risk of having an asthma attack. The reason this is important in our discussion today on asthma deaths is that attacks don't often come on suddenly. They develop slowly, sometimes over a period of weeks. And so you need to understand that if you or your child are having symptoms from your asthma, you should not ignore these. In fact, you should have a personal self-management asthma plan provided by your doctor, which should advise you on what to do if your asthma symptoms flare up. If you don't have a plan, you should ask for one from your doctor or your trained asthma nurse. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, one of the lessons we learned in the National Review of Asthma Deaths was that the majority of those people who died from asthma had been prescribed more than six reliever inhalers in the year before they died. And this was clearly because their asthma had been out of control before they died. And the point here is that excess use of your blue inhaler can be a clue that your asthma is out of control. And excess is really if you're having or getting more than two blue inhalers prescribed in a year. In fact, if your asthma is well controlled, you should not need more than four puffs of asthma of this inhaler in a week. And that equates to less than one of those blue inhalers in a year. So the other point related to asthma control is risk of future attacks. And the biggest risk for a future attack is an asthma attack itself. 
So if you have an asthma attack, something serious has gone wrong, and you need to see your doctor as soon as possible after the attack to find out what can be done to prevent a future attack. We also learned from the National Review of Asthma Deaths that one in five of those people who died from asthma had been treated for asthma attacks in the emergency department in the year before they died. And one in 10 of those people who died within a month of being treated in a hospital for an attack. So as I said in a previous podcast, it's really important to see your doctor as soon as possible after any attack, wherever it was treated. Now the last factor I'm going to talk about today is that there's often a delay in diagnosing asthma attacks. And if an asthma attack is not, is not diagnosed in time, that could very well lead to asthma death. So, if you're having symptoms of asthma, you may be starting an attack. And the first thing to do is to follow your personal self-management asthma plan to try and get these symptoms under control. And one of the most important clues that you might be having an asthma attack is if you find you're using your blue inhaler and if it's not helping or if it helps but it does not last for more than four hours. Now if you followed your plan and your symptoms have not improved or they've improved but they've now returned, you should be contacting your doctor urgently or going to an emergency treatment centre. Now here's the important bit. If you do see a doctor or an asthma trained nurse, you need to explain very clearly what has been happening. If you've been taking peak flow measurements or oximetry measurements, which also record your pulse rate, take that information with you. In fact, write it down before you go to the hospital or to see your doctor. You need to explain that you have asthma that you've followed your doctor's self-management plan and that you are not improving. And that information, together with peak flow rates or oximetry readings, will help your doctor or nurse to diagnose an asthma attack. So for healthcare professionals who might be listening to this podcast, it may be difficult to diagnose an asthma attack. And if someone's been taking their reliever inhaler, They need to explain to you how much they've taken and whether it has helped, how long it helped for, and if they did take their reliever and it did help but the benefit did not last for four hours, that's really important information because even if the person sitting in front of you does not look very severe, they might still be having a severe asthma attack if any of those factors are present. The other thing for health professionals to know is that the asthma guidelines are very clear and that a person might be having a severe asthma attack without any of the typical signs of an attack. So that means even if a person with asthma is able to speak in sentences, if their peak flow or oxygen level or their pulse and respiratory rate are normal, they might still be having a severe attack. So very detailed medical history from the patient or a parent who states that their child is having a severe attack um, is very important before sending them home without getting a specialist to advise. Sadly, 
in one of the inquests where I was expert witness in, a young boy was discharged from hospital after treatment for a severe asthma attack. And he was discharged against the wishes of his mother, who was sure that this particular attack was much more serious than any he had had before. This boy died five days after being discharged from hospital following treatment of this attack. And in my view, and the coroner agreed with me, this boy's death was preventable. And one of the major factors was that nobody recognised how severe his attack was and he could have benefited from referral to a specialist hospital where more expertise was available to manage his asthma. So in summary, in this episode, I've spoken about three of the factors that can lead to asthma deaths, which could have been prevented. And the key messages are, first, if you or your child have asthma, you should always attend for asthma checkups or reviews if you are invited. And if you're not invited, for asthma reviews, you should ask your doctor to please arrange one. And these checkups are especially important after you've been treated for an asthma attack. In my view, asthma reviews should only be done by healthcare professionals who've been appropriately trained in asthma. Now, if your asthma is uncontrolled, that is, if you're having symptoms, it's important to follow your asthma self-management plan, which has been provided by your doctor. And if you don't improve, or if you improve and you then deteriorate, you should seek medical help urgently. Another point is that it's in your interests to learn how to recognize if you're having an asthma attack, so that you can get help as soon as possible for yourself or for your child. And also, so you can communicate much more effectively with the doctor or nurse when you do get to see them. That is, you could explain exactly what's been happening um, because of your understanding of how um, to recognize asthma attacks. And finally, it's worth remembering that if you have well-controlled asthma, you should not be having symptoms, you should not be having attacks, and you should not need more than one blue reliever inhaler a year. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.